This is Mahogany L. Brown reading the 19th Amendment and my mama. I always took it for granted, the right to vote, she said, and I knew what my mother meant. Her voice constricted tightly by the flu A virus and a 30-year relationship with Newport 100s. I ain't no chain smoker. She attempts to silence my concern. Only a pack a week. That's good, you know. My mother survived a husband she didn't want and an addiction that loved her more than any human needs. I sit to write a poem about the 100-year anniversary of the 19th Amendment and my first thought returns to the womb and those abortions I did not want at first, but alas. The thirst of an almost anything is a gorge always looking to be, until the body is filled with more fibroids than possibilities. On the 19th hour of the fourth day in a new decade, I will wake restless from some nightmare about a bomb and a man with no backbone on a golf course who clicks closed his Motorola phone like an exclamation point against his misogynistic stance. He swings the golf club with each chant. Women let me grab. Women like me. Women vote until I say they don't. In my nightmare, he is an infective agent. In the clear of day, he is just the same. Every day he breathes is a threat to this country's marrow. For Ida and Susan and Lucia and Elizabeth Caddy. And every day he tweets grief like a cynical cornball comics receipts, like a red light signaling the end of times. The final night of 2019 and my New Year's Eve plans involves anything that will numb the pain of a world breaking its own heart. My mother and I have already spoken and her lungs are croaking wet. I just want you to know I don't feel well. And I pause to pull up my stockings beneath my crumpled smile. On this day, I sigh. I just wanted to dance and drink and forget about the 61.7% votes. My silk dress falls to my knees with the same swiftness defiant as the white feminist who said, I'm your ally, then voted for the demise of our nation's most ignored, underpaid, imprisoned, and impoverished citizens every day. There is a telephone near. I miss my mother in the waiting room of the OBGYN, uptown bound on the dirt orange train seat of the subway. Oh, how my mother loves the places she could never go. Her bones swaddled with arthritis and smoke, so she relies on my daily bemoans. The train smells like yesterday, ma. They raise the tolls and fix nothing for the people. My landlord refuses to fix my toilet my bathroom sink, my refrigerator. The city is annoying like an old boyfriend always buzzing about nothing and in the way of me making it on time to the polls. This woman didn't say thank you when I held the door. And who does she think she is? Each time I crack and cap on the everydayness of my day, my mother laughs as if she can see the flimsy MTA card the yellow cabs that refused to stop for her daughter. In these moments, she can live again. 
a whole-bodied woman with the full mouth to speak it plain. I ask my mother, what hurts? What hurts? How can I help from here? 3,000 miles away, alone in a tower between the sea and the Mexico borders, my mother sighs, a little sigh, and says, nothing. I just wanted to hear your voice. <laughs>